the Sam Phoenix Podcast, episode one. I'm going to talk today about six half-truths about fat loss. This is stuff that I learned on my own weight loss journey, and this is stuff that I've learned from coaching other people among my four years of personal training. So uh, the first half-truth about fat loss is that crash dieting is a complete waste of time. And I wish I'd learned this earlier because I put a lot of effort into crash dieting. It's still not easy crash dieting. It's crash dieting usually involves very heavy restrictions and they are restrictions in terms of your food, in terms of your lifestyle. And you're basically trying to break all of your bad habits overnight and go to extremes to try solve them. This is almost the equivalent of pissing on a house fire, if you will. So it doesn't really work as a very good long-term solution, crash dieting. Yes, people can get results in a very short amount of time. However, imagine working really hard, restricting yourself, not improving your relationship with the food or whatever lifestyle choices that are that you have that have led you to this weight gain. And you're trying to get rid of all of that in a week, two weeks, however long this crash diet goes on for. How quick do you think that weight is gonna come back on? Think about it. Undoing old habits takes a very long time. From my experience, it is better to introduce small and sustainable changes over a long period of time because have a look at this, right? Let's say I crash diet for two weeks to a month and I lose, I don't know, six kilos in the course of a month. And within a month after that, I put on another five kilos. So my total weight loss is a kilo and that's great. I'm not taking away from that. But look at the amount of work that you've had to put into to losing that kilo and not only that, because you've lost six and then gained five, you're not going to celebrate that kilo weight loss. You're going to be wondering what the hell is wrong with you. And then you're going to be very frustrated. You're going to believe the next myth about fat loss that you hear on the internet from some random Tom, Dick or Harry. And it's not going to add wonders to your confidence at all. You're going to be feeling like a failure. And... I tried crash dieting before, many years ago when, oh, I think I might have been about 26 at the time, 25, and this was when I was really struggling with my weight loss. My, I was very much a yo-yo dieter, weight up and down for the years. I watched this documentary called Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead, and that diary was about juice fasting, and he lost, I don't know, 20, 30 kilos in a couple of months, and I thought, this is amazing, this is exactly what I need. So I decided to give it a try for myself, and I lost around maybe eight kilos in about 10, 12 days. I put all of that back on within a couple of weeks, but I thought I'd put that weight back on because I fucked up again and I failed. And that really, really made my confidence crash. And it wasn't, first of all, that weight loss didn't come from fat. It's impossible to lose that amount of fat in such a short, short space of time. Most of the time you're just dehydrated and there's other factors taken into account. We won't get into it today. 
So imagine getting dehydrated, thinking that you've lost loads of fat and then you put it all back on. What's that gonna do to your confidence? What's that gonna do to your mental health? How is that gonna affect your future journeys? Now take another person that doesn't crash diet, does it the small and sustainable way. Remember the whole tortoise and the hare analogy, the tortoise wins the race. Think about a year from now, the person crash dieting, constantly putting weight, taking weight off, putting it back on, recommending all of these stupid ass fucking diets to her friends, his friends, whoever. The person that's trying to make small sustainable changes over a period of time, they meet up after a year. Who do you think is more likely going to have kept that weight off? It's the person that's allowed themselves to improve their relationship with themselves, to improve their relationship with their daily habits, with their mind, with their body, and make small sustainable changes over the time that they can stick to. Because no one talks about the diet after the diet. So you try dieting for an X amount of time. What are you gonna do after that? I've heard so many crazy diets. And I always think, are you gonna do this forever? The, the answer is usually no. And if they say yes, a lot of the time they are kidding themselves. That's just my experience from it anyway. So cool, so that's number one of the six harsh truths that I learned about fat loss. Let's go on to number two. Number two is you will lose a lot of friends and family members. And this is a very, very harsh reality about weight loss. And not just with weight loss, I think it's about wanting to better yourself in general. Because the peers that you keep around you in your day-to-day -day life, a lot of them are on your level if you will, in some kind of way. You're both at a certain point together and you're grinding it out together and that's more or less why you bond because you're at a similar point in life. When you decide that it's time for you to improve yourself, it might not be time for them to improve themselves because for whatever reason, they're not ready to make that decision for themselves. So you start to change yourself. You start to try, you start to fail, you start to fuck up you might get a few results on the way. There are some people out there that are gonna be very happy for you. They're gonna be your biggest fans. They're gonna be pushing you every step on the way. There are some people out there that are never going to be happy for you. They never ever will be. It can. It's a harsh reality, but you will learn a lot of things about the people that are around you once you start bettering yourself. Because eventually, once you start bettering yourself, you will learn who your friends are. Uh, there are, like, I'll use myself as an example, because I know myself better than anybody. There are friends that I had growing up when I was fat that don't talk to me anymore. They don't talk to me anymore. And they've not explicitly said this to me, maybe call me assuming. But a lot of the times, there are people out there that your success reminds them of where they failed. I'm gonna say that again. Your success is reminding them of where they failed. And this is why there are some people out there that can never be happier for you. I don't like to use the word jealousy, but there is probably a small amount of jealousy uh, in this regard. So here's a harsh truth. That's number two. 
you will lose friends and family members. Let's move on to number three. Number three is you can lose fat, but you can't lose skin. Now, this isn't necessarily going to apply to everybody. This is going to only apply to those who have gained a rapid amount of weight or a large amount of weight. Sorry for a different choice of words there. And you can lose fat, but sometimes if you've taken it to the extreme where you're bordering on obesity or have gotten to obesity and you lose a lot of that, here's the sad reality. You might still not like your body because you, you can't lose the skin. It's still going to be there. And that one was a very hard one for me to take. You know, you're working in the gym day in, day out, trying to eat like a champion every day for years, years it took me to lose uh, the weight. And then you get there and you're still not happy. Isn't that sad that you can work for all this time and you can achieve so much and because you've got that one thing that you haven't achieved, you still can't be happy about it. It's quite tragic actually, like I don't feel sorry for myself, but that's just the reality of it. Now, the sad thing was at the time I did feel sorry for myself. You know, it, you know, I, I felt like I was working harder than anybody in any gym that I ever went to. I felt like I was lifting more than other men. I was working harder than other men. I was getting more of a sweat on than other men. I'm like, these dudes are a better physique than me. It's not fair. Well, pff, you know what? Like I made my choices when I was younger and some of the choices we make stay with us forever. And that was just one of them. I made a decision to get my skin surgically removed. That's another story within itself. I'm sure I'll talk about that at some point. And I don't regret it, but I learned a lot from that one. But that's not going to be for everybody. So my advice to people would be is, yes, you can lose the fat. No, you can't lose the skin. If this is going to affect you, I would focus more on the things that you have achieved and think how much better off you are with a bit more skin rather than fat within that skin. Because even with less fat within that skin, you're still going to have a hell of a much better life. I hope that one makes sense. So number three, you can lose fat, but you can't lose skin. Let's move on to number four. Number four, and this one is a tough one to take. You might lose fat and still hate yourself. I don't want to generalize here or put a blanket on everybody, but look, let's be perfectly honest. We all fucking hate ourselves in some kind of way. There is some, there are all things about us that we don't like. And a lot of us like to ignore the things that we like about ourselves and let the things that we don't like about ourselves manifest over that. And sometimes losing all the weight doesn't automatically mean that you're going to start to like yourself overnight. You, when you're overweight, you associate being overweight with pretty much all of your fucking problems. And so it's quite logical to think that, well, if I lose the weight, all of these problems are going to go away. It 
doesn't work like that because whether you have more fat on you or less fat on you, you're still going to be there because you can't, you can't lose yourself. There's still going to be a version of you in there and you need to keep working on that version of yourself to be a version of yourself that you actually like. And that one was a big, big harsh reality check for me because it took me years and years to lose a bunch of weight, look a certain way, get to certain levels of fitness. And I still wasn't happy. I still wasn't happy for a very long time. And I think the reason was, was maybe I took it to a few extremes and I put so much riding on my weight loss that I started to ignore other things about me that I shouldn't have been ignoring. I wish I'd put myself out there a bit more. I wish I probably would have kept on reading more at the time. I wish I kept on training my brain. That's something I didn't do. Uh, I wish I'd kept on working on improving my social skills. I wish I'd kept on working on myself. I wish I'd uh, focused more on building my career as well at the time. Uh, I felt like I had to play catch up for a while after that because pretty much all of my energy was going into trying to burn the energy uh, to lose the weight. So you can lose fat and you can still hate yourself. I think it was three, two, three years after I lost a bunch of weight and had a bit of a six pack going on is when I checked into therapy. So losing fat within itself isn't going to solve all your problems. You've still got to keep on turning up and you still got to keep on working on yourself. So that's number four. You might still lose fat and hate yourself or you might lose fat and still hate yourself. Let's go on to number five. Number five is the fat person inside you never dies. It really doesn't. There is still a fat kid in me that wants to eat everything and wants to like just demolish everything in sight when I see it. And some days I win and some days I lose. And that's okay. It's okay to lose sometimes because you never really lose if you learn from it. So there is no losing. There is only learning. So... It never does change. I know that a lot of times people think that they have to be this perfection of like, uh, of food and image and everything and they have to eat the cleanest of everything. Fuck off. There are some days that you want to do absolutely fuck all other than sit on a couch and eat complete bullshit. I am still capable of going down to a shop and buying a cake and I can eat the whole thing in one sitting if I wanted to, and I could probably eat a hell of a lot more. Sometimes I do let that person win. It is my choice as to how often I let that person win. So if that person does win, and this is very important, don't beat yourself up about it. Enjoy yourself and move on. And because sometimes when that person does win, you do feel like a failure. And you do feel like an absolute piece of shit when you lose. But I think that's just what being human is. It's not always being the best version of yourself and we all have our weaknesses. Some days I beat my weaknesses. 
Other days I don't beat my weaknesses. And that's completely okay. What's important is that you keep fighting them every single day. That's number five. And number six. This is the last one. Your sex appeal is going to raise. But there will still be people that don't want you. And I thought this as well. Because let's be honest. Obese and overweight men don't have that many options in the sexual marketplace. We're not really on the... We're not really on the... uh, the high-end conveyor belt, if you will, you know, like um, call us the low-hanging fruit if you want. So there's not, you hardly have a queue of uh, people outside like gunning for you, right? And I did think that if I lost a bunch of weight, if I lifted, lost the weights and lifted the weights, that I would have a queue of women outside my doorstep. (laughs) It didn't work out that way. It did not work out that way at all. If anything, I probably hooked up with more people when I was a bit more chubby compared to when I had a six pack. Crazy how that works out, doesn't it? And that is one thing that I wish I did know when I was younger was that looks are important, but they aren't everything. And there were other there were other things that I did need to put my focus and energy into as well. And I think a lot of the times that we do put a lot of high expectations on what we think maybe the opposite sex wants. And I know it's cool to, these days to be like, well, I'm not doing it for a guy or I'm not doing it for a girl. I'm doing it for myself. Okay. And good for you. But some people do find it important to have the potential of a of a mate that they're attracted to and that they want and some of us do feel that to get that mate that we have to achieve certain standards and look a certain way and I don't ultimately see a problem with that because everyone's got their own preferences it depends on if you want to appeal to those people with those kind of preferences that fit within your values but anyway before I go off completely off topic I did think that raising my sex appeal from losing weight and lifting weights would get me a lot of girls and stuff. And it didn't. It didn't at all. Uh, If anything, I felt like I got less. And that was one thing that I learned a lot from, was that you still got to keep working on yourself. You still have to keep working on other aspects of things in life that will make you confident. Because to be honest... Your looks, your body, your beauty, it's going to go up, it's going to go down, it's going to fade, it's going to increase in time. But the one thing that you are always going to have, which you can keep in absolute mint condition, is your mind. And that thing you can never stop working on. And some people, I think, do forget to put as much focus into training their mind. Keep on training your mind and look... Everything in life isn't about attracting a partner, but I'd say it's still a pretty important part about life, right? We all all want a pretty good one. So uh, those are the six half-truths about weight loss that I wish I knew earlier. Uh, I'm going to read them out again. Number one, crash dieting is a waste of time. Number two, you will lose friends and family members. Number three, you can lose fat, but you can't lose skin. Number four, you might lose fat and still hate yourself. 
Number five, the fat person inside you never dies. And number six, your sex appeal will raise when you lose weight and there will still be people out there that don't want you. And that is completely okay. Guys, I hope you enjoyed uh, listening to this one. I'm going to be doing this a lot more, so do feel free to check it out. And I will see you all very soon. Thank you. If you like this podcast and wish to connect, head over to my Instagram at BigSamPT and head to the link in my bio and there you can use my free online calorie calculator.